0: Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com that's dot com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase.
1: Edge Health and Tech Solutions, we do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition.
0: Welcome back to another awesome episode of Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E with Edge Mobility System, Modern Rehab Mastery, and Modern Manual Therapy. My co-host is...
1: Dr. Andrew Rothschild with uh, Modern Patient Education, Modern Rehab Mastery.
0: All right. Andrew's last story uh, about an 82-year-old guy with gluteal tendinopathy and the misunderstanding of volume at the end, I think is a great segue into the story that i have to tell today and it's based off a blog post that david butler wrote on noijam.com um that's the neuroorthopedic institute that's his website and it was i think i believe it was titled do you parentheses miss and then the rest of it was understand me Uh, and and the gist of it was and and you know there there are certain articles or certain things that people say every once in a while that really strike me as poignant and and very relevant. And this just had a great message. And and the gist of his blog post was: we often ask, we often ask patients, "Do you understand? Do you understand? You know, do you have any questions?" But we don't ask if they misunderstand us, right? Because what is uh, what we think is understanding and what they think is understanding could be two very different things, so uh they may we may think they understand us and understand our message and the connotations um and all the you know the education on the maladaptive beliefs and the inoculation of the thought viruses we may think that because they say yes, I understand that they they perfectly understand, but it's actually a huge misunderstanding because their definition of understanding might mean something completely different. And we just take it for granted that it's like, yes, I understand, means uh I know exactly what you're saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point.
0: Yeah. So I saw a patient last week and um, you know, I made sure I always try to make sure before I see anyone that they read Greg Lehman's Recovery Strategies ebook because I feel like it does a great job of laying it down very eloquently and succinctly and um at least starts the conversation, but also saves me time with a lot of the stuff on MRIs and arthritis and pain being sensitivity and what recovery should be like and all the kind of misconceptions about pain and structure and alignment. And um, this patient in particular just reached out to me from Australia and um, for, for a virtual visit. And she, all she could talk about was her tibia being externally rotated and, um, the this fat pad irritation and uh, all these like uh, problems with alignment, alignment, alignment. Um. So for a good portion of our hour and it was supposed to be an hour session, but ended up being an hour and a half <laughs> because I tried to spend at least 45 minutes on, you know, just about what her scan showed and why I think that, you know, her degeneration doesn't matter why I think that she doesn't need fat pad injections and, Um, if you take scans of both knees that the knee that doesn't hurt is often, sometimes it looks the same and sometimes it looks worse. And she, you know, after a good amount of explanation and she quickly scanned the book, she, uh, she said, oh yeah, I I think I understand what you're saying. And I even asked her, well, what do you think happens if they were to scan both your knees? The knee that doesn't hurt at all that you've never had any problems with, what do you think it would show? and she was able to answer it and then we so she was she was okay on that stuff and then she really just kept on talking about alignment alignment and I, I was trying to tell her and she's trying to you know she's trying to show me how uh her tibial tubercle is what looked to me uh, at least you know through through telehealth and 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 like a webcam it looked to me like maybe a little more swollen like it didn't even have any effusion it just looked a little different like the one that hurt was maybe five percent more prominent than the other one um and you know nothing that i would consider out of sorts i thought she was going to show me maybe that she had a huge structural genu valgus or varus that we may not be able to change anyway and you know i i showed her a video of you know one of the fastest women running in the world and how she has a a valgus collapse and it doesn't really bother her and you know things like that so i'm trying to really kind of hammer away that alignments um one isn't changeable and two um she was probably born and developed that way uh or just not necessarily born that way but she developed that way from asymmetrical sitting or asymmetrical loading and um over the years and it's just you know she's in her mid to late 40s and it hasn't bothered her except her entire life, except for her last couple of years. But I'm sure that if you took an x ray or even look at pictures of your knees, they probably would look exactly the same because she was fairly thin. You know, she's very fit and she's a, been a farmer all her life. So we end up um, going all the way through an exam and repeated lumbar motion, side glides, end up improving her knee pain almost immediately. She didn't even want to say improved. She just kept on saying it was different. Huh. It was different. Um, and I, I, and I, when someone says that, I, you know, I try to ask an open-ended question anyway, but in that case, I had to say, well, it's different, mean, better better or worse. She's like, I really don't want to say, I don't want to say. I'm like, what do you uh-huh. mean, you don't want to jinx it? You don't want to jinx it? She's like, yeah, you know, it just feels different. And she's smiling, so I could tell. And she's squatting different, and she's loading better. Um, and initially, when she when she did like a double leg squat, she was um, really deviating away, like from her involved side. She was kind of shifting her hips to the left, not weight-bearing efficiently on the right. After some side glides, I can tell she's squatting faster, she's squatting deeper, she's squatting um very symmetrically. And then um, you know, after she kept on saying, why, why, why? I, you know, I'm not just I'm not just gonna do this because you say it works. And I said, Well, that's great. And I don't have the 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 best example of that. And I just tried to say that if we load the lumbar spine, uh, if that's the first thing that it can accept load, and we already kind of ruled out your ankle. Uh, as not being a reason why your knee kind of c- collapses inward a little bit and you can't weight bear. Um, when you when you restore the ability of that entire side to accept load efficiently, then a lot of times things in the middle just clear themselves up. Because someone it turns out in another virtual visit had already given her a lot of the lateral tibial glide stuff that I that I teach. Um, so she she was okay with that. And and you know toward the end I I thought I really kind of had her not thinking about alignment and at somewhere in the end she she I was trying to have her recap everything that I said and she's like and and this will help improve my alignment <sighs> and i really thought after you know an hour and 20 minutes into this that we were kind of moving away from alignment and i didn't allow her to say fat pad anymore uh, i said that was like that was like an f-word and you need to have like a a fat pad jar cuz every time you say fat pad you're going to need to put money in it now So I thought we were really moving away from this, and then she she kind of went back to alignment. And then I just simply asked her, "Well, what is your what's your definition of alignment?" Because you know I'm I'm saying it's it's affecting your ability to load and it's making you feel better and move better, but it's not changing your alignment. Like I can't just take your bones and put them back into place. And her definition of alignment, it turns out, is more of like a a dynamic a dynamic movement the way it's supposed to look as opposed to what I was thinking of alignment as bones being rotated or subluxed or out of place. Ah. You know, She was just happy that she could squat symmetrically now. I got you. Um, so that's where I, you know, this, and then this whole thing was came back to me. Like, did I spend too much time on, on trying to, you know, inoculate this thought virus of adult alignment when I really should have I mean, I wouldn't have known this, but her definition of alignment was a lot th- different than mine, you know what I mean? Because we wouldn't call that alignment when someone has like a, a single leg squat where the they have a, like a big valgus collapse or something. We wouldn't call that alignment. We would call that some sort of dynamic movement or, you know, single knee, single limb stance instability or something. Right. But we wouldn't call it alignment because to me, alignment doesn't is a static thing, right? But she meant it as a dynamic thing.
1: So it's interesting it's like I think that's a really good point in terms of like we make assumptions that um you know, when you talked at the beginning about, you know, understanding or misunderstanding, you know, it's like we have to look at make sure we're we're not the ones who are misunderstanding uh, with definitions or, or, or explanations. You know, a lot of times we assume it's the patient or making sure the patient understands, we have to make sure we we're understanding at the same time.
0: Yeah, I, I think that, that that was very enlightening and 22 years in I thought it was great and it was really relevant because it was right on topic with what David Butler was talking about in in a very recent blog post.
1: Yeah. I have actually just real quick I have a, a similar uh, a patient with a runner who has um like a ITB friction type issue and she has also responded well to like a, a repeated side glide for a reduced you know for symptom modulatory effect. And she still has some, you know, she still has some, uh, symptoms, but it, they are significantly reduced when she does, when she does side glides in terms of like her squat ability, uh, with less pain and tolerance with, with certain activities. Um, and she had the same thing, like why, why is this working? And she's actually, uh, she has a, she's a vet. So she does have a, you know, a certain understanding, a good understanding of you know anatomy and certain things. Um, but you know, I, I had to struggle with the same thing that kind of like you did with the explanation, trying to trying to have it make sense. But to you know, the point was like, okay, she's like, all right, I kind of I understand.
0: Probably she probably just got uh, tired of of you explaining explaining something that was completely foreign to her.
1: <laughs> very possible. At the very, at the very least, like you know, what? it works. It makes it feel better. Let's okay, we're moving on.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, with everything you and I teach, and everything we know about pain science and patient expectation and therapeutic alliance, I often wonder. I don't even know why veterinary medicine works, Andrew. I mean <laughs> what are these what do these like horses and dogs and cats think when they get lasered? You know, yeah. like vets do yeah. these lasers and all of a sudden they're like they feel better. Yeah. I mean it's not like the dog has an expectation or No. I mean, is there like a non-specific effects from the dog's therapeutic alliance with the vet that they think that this is gonna really help their condition that they don't even know about? I mean Yeah, I wonder it's all just, just like that that's it's like there's got to be something else going on for that non-specific effect, right? I mean, the animal probably doesn't even really like being there. It's not like there's any placebo effect at all. The whole visit's a big nocebo, so why do they end up feeling better, you know? Well,
1: it's true. Like, my my dog right now just tore his other, essentially, rear le- opposite rear leg uh, ACL, and he's just kind of like, you know, he's just chilling. He's just being, he's just kind of resting and recovering, and, you know, they're not like stressed like we are about. Well, now I can't do this, and now I can't do that, and I, now I'm not going to be able to do this, which usually, you know, confounds the problem. He's just kind of chilling.
0: Yeah, they don't even worry about it until it bothers them, and then after that, yeah, it's like, what is it going to prevent them from getting pet or right. eating or playing ball or whatever? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, that that is. People always ask. Sometimes that comes that comes up at least like once or twice a year in my courses, and I I struggle to answer why that would why things like that would work on, on a patient who has very limited understanding of like, there couldn't possibly be a, like a placebo effect. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, we talk about this a lot in our online mentoring program of which Andrew is about to start his modern patient education with, and you can learn more about that in our closing credits. So have a good day. Well, you can find me. Uh, Dr. E at Modern Rehab Mastery that's our new online mentoring program it includes modern manual therapy modern patient education and modern strength training it's three months with three mentors so one month with each mentor four weeks tons of modules lots of CEUs learn at your own pace for a month then move on um, so go beyond the seminar you also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q&As every week Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR Cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's Mono Strike Training BFR Certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live Eclectic Approach course soon. That's Modern Manual Therapy. Um, in U.S., Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.